Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to go back to leadership and we're going to look at leadership in terms of it being honest. So honest leadership topic itself has been brought to us by a TV story and some history that we both saw on a particular public figure in New South Wales here and how he developed into a leader. So it's honest leadership, born or made. Before the COVID-19, unfortunately, a lot of people around the world know about the fires in Australia. And the person who led the management of that was the commissioner of the Rural Fire Services at the time. His name is Shane Fitzsimmons. To me, he's a really, really good example of excellent leadership. Now, since, if you're looking him up or anything particularly offshore, he's now resigned as a commissioner to become the head of New South Wales Resilience, which is a huge responsibility also. A lot of us watched um, day after day the effect of the fire on people and the way it was being managed. A lot of it was unpredictable, unprecedented. Thank you. That just got a tongue tie then. In that sense, it put a lot of pressure on people and lives and property was lost, sadly. In that circumstance, a leader stands out even more. Shane actually was managing very, very long days and nights and he appeared on this program called The Australian Story. And we got to know not just the, the shine that we've been seeing, managing and leading, but we got to know his background from when he was a young teenager till now. But before I go into any of that, it's more about how he conducted himself during those press interviews that were relentless and they were continuous and the situation changing. How he interacted with people on the front line and the sort of approach he used. His approach was everybody who goes out as a volunteer deserves to go home. So he's caring about the people that are working for him in that circumstance and their health and well-being and safety. This is no different to saying in the corporate world, everybody who works for you or with you deserve to be able to grow their careers and be happy and safe at work anyway. So it's not just in a fire circumstance. What I really like that stood out is when the Premier of New South Wales said to him, you're the subject matter expert, you know you were liked, I mean, you were respected because of your background, you take the lead. Now, for lots of people, ego gets there and says, okay, yeah, I, I, I will because I am, I'm great. But in this case, he said, no, it's got to be both of us. We both need to do this together. And to me, that shows a leadership of self-awareness and knowing that you can't do everything alone and the importance of having those two personalities addressing the nation. What came through to me was that he his situational awareness. Now, obviously, he has to be situationally aware in terms of the fire and where it's going, and he's got all these advisors, and you see in the, in the television story, you'll see all of the 
the control room and the people around and the lights flashing and the interactive maps and to get some sense of the urgency and the changing conditions. But that was just only just one part of his situation. His situational awareness had to also encompass the political side of things. So this press conference that happened every morning and then later in the day as the situation got more and more extreme, so he had to manage the political side of things and the political egos that were involved. And that's in terms of a, of a, at a state level. And then there was interruption in terms of a federal level and all of that on top of managing himself as a person in this situation, understanding that he had this enormous organisation of volunteers spread across an, an incredible geographic expanse that he had to still interact with and keep in touch with and travel and make decisions and present himself as a professional leader. It takes someone who really does believe in themselves, know their strengths and be able to assimilate information in that kind of an environment very quickly, given all of the situations that he's dealing with. And, and to me, the, the greatest strength he has is that situational awareness. And I think it's something that we don't acknowledge, we don't measure, we don't understand to a great extent in the corporate world. You know, if you're out driving a car, you expect to have situational awareness. And, and when other drivers and other cars do the wrong thing, you think, well, you know, what were they thinking? And, and it is their situational awareness. They're just thinking about themselves, not thinking about the broader situation. So. To my mind, in a management sense, it's situational awareness that we might need to start thinking about when we're looking for leaders. The, the other thing is that came through is we often are quite justifiably about being so busy and I can't do this and I can't do everything. Okay, but when you watch this guy in action, it's very inspiring because he was busy and the first thing he was thinking about, obviously, keeping people safe and property safe. The second thing was everybody's anxious. So he had to communicate, communicate and communicate. He was doing briefings. He's talking to us on, on television. He's reassuring, but honestly, giving us the story as it is, not sugarcoating anything. He managed to get up and go to the disaster zones from one place to another to another. Then at the same time, attend the funeral of some of the sadly fallen firefighters who died in, the, in doing their job and their volunteers and was there for their families. So just imagine when we say, I'm busy, how could someone do all of that yet appear to be on television in control and he wasn't putting it on. He was being, because he was processing a lot of his feelings in private, in the right spaces and you'll see that through the program. But what he was doing is he was making everyone else know. An example of that, uh, two actually, but one is that he pinned the medal on one of the children, a very, very young boy of the father who passed away. Another one, he goes to the front line and there he is. And this is, we're talking about a senior guy is walking down with the hat and the commissioner written all over his jacket. And he actually gives a hug to another firefighter who's in charge of that area. 
So what's that saying is he's being himself, he's being honest, he's also being human and not afraid to show it. He's not saying, I can't show emotions because I have to look strong. Yet he was coming across strong in that, but he was also coming across natural and human and still capable. And always the message was delivered um, as a human being. And one of the comments on the story that we saw was that Shane doesn't tell you what you want to hear. He says it how it is. And some people can't handle that. And that's their issue, not his. But always through all of it he maintained that same style of communication he allowed himself to be vulnerable he allowed himself to process his reactions to situations and still at the end of it he was able to present himself as a leader he's still the whole organization appears to have looked to him for that leadership and he responded so that I think that's the most you can ask of a leader is that the organization understands that that's the role that you're in and that you will deliver for them it's not very often we have very very up-to-date examples of fantastic leadership we certainly got lots of great leaderships around the world and in the history but right here and right now for here in this country he's a good example of how to do it. We just thought you might be interested and we'll put on the website the details of that show we referred to as well. For those of you who haven't had the opportunity to see it, we'll put a link to where you can find the show. It was Australian Story and it was aired in April or May of 2020. <laughs> well, I'll put the date on so that it's very yes. specific. But for now, we hope that you have enjoyed hearing our views on whether leadership is born or made. I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.